just cause I love my podcast. Working fans. I shed blood for my podcast. Ra-da-da. Let a podcast holler where my podcast. The pussy at. All I want to hear is right here, my podcast. Somebody say something about a podcast. You won't take this from me, baby. You will not take this from me, baby. Fans, welcome to the Working Fans Podcast presents, aka Slippery Joe's Funhouse, where we bring you a bonus podcast each week presenting your favorite podcast's favorite stuff. Now, we have some Tape Trader's Guide to the 90s coming up. We have some Cult in Connecticut. We'll be bringing you some Peter X. Murawski and a variety of other things through year two. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the number is 82 Designs, 482 Designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82 Designs, at F-O-U-R, 82 Designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, go to F-O-U-R, 82 Designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality t-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's light years better than our first one. Also, like survive the washer and dryer they look good and they're good quality nice and those stickers before paco chewed them up were amazing and luckily we'll be getting some more in hopefully before we start selling them to fans but that's f-o-u-r-8-2 designs producer joe here from the working fans podcast and at the working fans podcast this is just a podcast that three lifelong fans created to have a place to talk comedy and pro wrestling Now, our comedy podcast releases every Tuesday, while our wrestling podcast releases every Thursday. We release bonus episodes under the moniker Working Fans Presents every now and then. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, any major podcast provider. The important thing is just please like, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Now, we have started a new thing. We are now on Amazon and Audible. So those episodes release every Monday. And that's kind of going through the archives and just releasing our old episodes in a new area. So if you want to live through the process with us again, take that journey with us again. You can find us over on Amazon and Audible. Now, if you can't get enough of us in the audio form, check out our YouTube. It's youtube.com slash C slash Working Fans Wrestling Pod, or just search Working Fans Podcast on YouTube. We have the, the whole archive is up there. And if you listen to the Working Fans Podcast, you are more than familiar with the 531. That is our signature segment where we take your top five list on a particular subject, vote it down to a top three, and then debate it down to a top one. Now, guys, if you want to hear three guys talk shit about comedy, wrestling, life, anything, you will enjoy the Working Fans Podcast. Saturday, episode 41. 
it was a big night last night in wrestling, and there's a big weekend ahead of us. I'm going to bring in the guys, and we're going to talk SummerSlam, TakeOver, Rampage, and Sunday's Beyond Wrestling's American Rana 2021. So, guys, how's it going? Anything anything big happened last night? Hold, hold on. Tay's saying something to me. No, Tay. Dave was not smaller in person. That's how big he is. Leave me alone. It's very good. I thought... You didn't like ventriloquist sex. Anyway. <laughs> I, 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 I don't like prop comedy, and I want to demonstrate how bad it yes. is. Yes. There wasn't big stuff happened last night. Christian Cage retained the Impact title over Brian Myers. How exciting was that, huh? Oh, man. Wow. We've been building to that for a while. That emergence pay-per-view crept up on all of us. And what a shitty night to run a pay-per-view like that because SmackDown, yeah. the go-home to SummerSlam tonight aired, mm-hmm. and well, that good- was pretty big. Well, I thought the Good Brothers stole the show, quite frankly. I thought the Good Brothers came through as usual. You can always catch killer and a too sweet brother. Exactly. Once that (laughs) happens, I mean, let's face it. They've been carrying the elite for years. And first they had to do it, you know, in Japan. Then they had to come to the WWE and carry AJ's sad ass. And now they're having to carry the rest of the elite on AEW and Impact. So, yeah, it's been brutal. Man, so we'll just get into it. Uh, Me and uh, Joe were just recording an episode. And we talked about this a little bit, but Jesus Christ, could you have not only did it, could it come off any better? CM Punk's fucking debut, guys. Like I was saying, this like I, I mean, it was epic anyway. It was huge, right? But I mean, Chicago, I, I, it just made it. People were crying, crying. I have, AJ, I have not seen that kind of genuine emotion since the tribute to show to Chris Benoit. I, I just haven't seen the outpouring of sadness and emotion and then joyful tears celebrating a man. And it, it was great to see. Yes. <laughs> I don't think they could have done that any better. And to think that he just was going to wing it going out there yeah. and came off that well. Um, and he parlayed into the challenge is not one that many people might have thought he made. Unlike the WWE, they also delivered on the ice cream bar. So good for them. <laughs> hey, they eventually got those ice cream bars out there too, I think. But yeah, but they they brought them home right away. I mean, people were giving them as they were leaving the building. Uh, <laughs> people with tears of joy celebrating. Oh, the ice cream bars! <laughs> all, all, all those pathetic Cubs fans finally had something to smile about. And one of those ice cream bars is on eBay for a thousand US dollars, I believe I saw as of this moment. So that, that had to have melted by the time they got home. That can't be worth <laughs> Dude, it. I mean, maybe they live in Chicago. I mean, it, it, it is know, cold there. I don't know what you would have thought going into that arena. I mean, you obviously had to expect punk, but to actually see it happen, like I was emotional on my couch, like, holy Absolutely. shit, this is going to happen. They did it right. And it's far off enough where they leave you wanting something like we've got the main event for all out now. We have to. Well, he, yeah. it was, he was so genuinely emotional himself mm-hmm. and thankful. And even when he talked about his journey and talked about letting the fans down and understanding where they're coming from and that they had to understand what he went through working for the WWE mm-hmm. and how when, it, when he said getting back to pro wrestling, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, and like I was saying to Joe, like, it, like he just was very honest about it. He didn't take the typical, you know, I got out of my prison thing that a lot of no. you know, wrestlers are doing now. He just said he had to do it for his mental health. He never mentioned WWE by name. Obviously, we know what he's talking about. But, like, he just said for his mental health, 
you know, he had to get better. And I thought, what an honest, honest approach. And that's well, good yeah. life advice too. Like if you're in a situation or a job where you feel it affecting you negatively, you have to get out to better yourself. And I and think that is an interesting story to tell. And that's all he could have done at that time because there was no AEW. There was no other promotion. So he didn't have that choice. He had to leave. And I think you can tell over the years how, how much his time in WWE really messed him up because like he wasn't even on board with AEW right away. Like a lot of people, you know, like, he wished the best, but he was always skeptical of like things you could tell, like it took him a while to kind of like, like, okay. And now here he is just a awesome, awesome return. I would say it, it would have been a big return no matter what, but the fact they did it in Chicago made it one of the biggest returns of all time. Well, they're also smart. They saved it for the live crowd. They could not have done this in front of a non-live crowd. You have to have those fans there. And don't get me wrong. He would have gotten that pop no matter where he went, but, but to that level, but, but to that level with Chicago and the way the fans, first of all, Chicago fans are insane to begin with. Sure. And now you're taking their hometown kid. Mm-hmm. This is a kid from Chicago, a guy who absolutely loves the sport of wrestling, loves what he did prior to the WWE, mm-hmm. talked about his emotions leaving Ring of Honor, those matches, wrestling, and then talked about his journey. And I'm interested to hear more about his journey. Mm. I just, it was so powerful. Yeah. The only thing I would say, me and you talked about, you know, they did something we probably didn't agree with, but maybe I think it's going to work out better now. The more I think about it was, Darby Allen being the first guy. Like, I know we were leaning towards MJF. And when they put over MJF so strong over Jericho this past week where he tapped out Jericho, I thought, oh, we're setting this up. That Darby thing was just a misfire. But now I think we're doing this to help build Darby. And I think it's going to be a situation where MJF or somebody is going to, you know, get punk after this. Although I will say this. Even though, obviously, he's an old man, but he's been showing great things. How man, when they when they pointed up at that fucking you know on the catwalk there and the rafters, yeah, that's Darby Allen, but that's Sting next to him too. <laughs> and then they like the dream match kind of kicking your head, like you know, not a not a you know, we're not gonna get a you know sixty minute match. I get it, but man, to see Punk and Sting in the ring at the same time. Sting actually put out something last night where he talked about it. He said how much he would have loved to have wrestled Punk thirty years ago. Sure. And, and that he wished he would have had that opportunity. However, he did also still talk about being interested in having the match with Punk. And, sure. I, and I think it would be really good. Yeah, it opens up so many dream opponents like we talked about a couple weeks ago. And it's just exciting. I'd almost like to do that list again now that we actually see him to see do our choices change. Like, because he's excited to work with younger people. And that's. That's really exciting. To yeah. Hear. Hey, yeah. quick side note, by the way. This has nothing to do with the rest of the show. I just wanted to get this out while I was thinking about it. Talking about Sting, right, and the close of last night's show. If you're 2.0, the former Ever-Rise in NXT, how fucking excited are you right now? <laughs> like, you're jumping Moxley at an angle. You're working with Sting and Darby in Tornado matches. Like, this is insane. I just uh, heard an interview with the guys on um, Talk is Jericho podcast. They're great, great guys that had funny stories about their time in WWE. They didn't really bury them, but they just had funny stories about how they actually managed to get a tryout and how they actually got booked and everything. And they're fun guys. And I'm just, after listening to that interview and then seeing last night between them and Daniel Garcia, 
You know, awesome to see. Daniel Garcia is fantastic too. He's I love awesome. his style. I like the way that he picks a body part, continues to work it. Moxley did a great job of selling the body part. Mm-hmm. It was just a great all-around match. Rampage, hey, is Rampage show of the week again? I mean, have they pulled it off two weeks Yeah, in no, a they row? have to be because CM Punk. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that, that you can't beat that. That's the automatic, yeah. <laughs> so. I, I mean, really, the only thing that I didn't overly care for on the show is I'm not overly impressed by Jade Cargill so far. I was. I thought that match was a little bit of a miss. It, I mean, it showed her dominance, but being a big fan of Kira Hogan from Impact, I was yeah, like, this I is too. not the way I would have like liked to see that go down. Jurassic Express and Private Party had great chemistry together. I haven't been a big fan of uh, the Hardy family stuff, but I thought that match was very well over. I thought Chicago Crowd. I I thought Jurassic Express did almost as good as Waves and Curls. Okay, which is a shout out to Northeast Wrestling, which we saw last week. Now, guys, good times, by the way. Anyway, unfortunately, WWE is trying to run a pay per view tonight. And I think after last night, I I don't know how it's going to hit. I mean, you got Roman Reigns and John Cena on top for the Universal Championship. That is maybe one of two interesting matches, I think, on this show. Yeah, and Sasha Banks, last I saw, unable to compete. What? Really? That Ooh. was what I literally just read that a few minutes ago. How that did you not be- drop breaking news on us? You didn't drop breaking news for that? What the fuck, bro? <laughs> I think he surprised himself with that. That's how breaking yeah. that news is. On, P- on PW Insider, they were talking about the show and they were talking about how Sasha Banks right now still has not actually been cleared to rest. Interesting. Um, I don't know if you could trust those guys, but if yeah. you look at the Raw Women's Championship, you got Nikki A.S.H., Versus Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. That's two thirds of an amazing match, I think. Come on now, you got to be fair. Rhea Ripley will keep up with them. <laughs> <laughs> the WWE Championship yeah. versus Goldberg. Like, it feels silly to talk about this card after talking about and watching CM Punk. I'll, I'll tell you what, what you are forgetting, though. There is something, and I, I actually have not been a fan of this guy and his new character lately, but they're going to tear it up. Seth Rollins and Edge are going to have a hell of a match tonight. Like, that's got to happen. I'd be shocked if they didn't. Well, what's crazy is if you look at this card, there's only three non-title matches, and that's one of them, and that's probably the biggest of them. So let's talk about about things that haven't clicked with us because you've got Seth Rollins, who's this new character, really does not click with either me nor Dave, Mm. which is something we agree on. But how great was Edge's promo last night? He yeah, continue, yeah, yeah, he continues to just hit it out of the park. It's great. Yeah, yeah, he's doing a great job. And I think the match is going to be fantastic. Like he said, whether you like Seth Rollins or you don't like Seth Rollins, whether you like his new character or don't like his character, he's still one of the best wrestlers in the world when they let him do what he can do. Joe, you have that SummerSlam card up, I'm assuming, then? You know oh, I do. So, right. uh, what you need? As the, are the Mysterios wrestling the Usos tonight? Is that one of the matches? Yes. That's where I was going to go next. Which I think, title match are you I know most going. excited for? Raw with AJ Styles and Almost versus Riddle and Randy Orton? Or is it the Usos versus Ray and Dominic? It's actually the Usos and Mysterios. Me, me and Dave I, are thinking the same thing. I think I can tell by the look in your eyes. I yeah, do too. It blows me away. But uh, I, I think he's a young kid. But, yeah, I yeah. think he's turning on his dad tonight. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because there's been little things, Jeff. You haven't watched the show. Too much, but like it's like, oh, you're so lucky. Yeah, Dominic was says little things like, like, yeah, we're gonna beat him. Okay, and Ray's like, no, 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 no. You know, keep your head in the game. Don't get too cocky. He's like, okay, okay. And then he tried to help his dad cheat last night and got caught. 
and then they end up losing the match. It just it seems like we're setting the seeds for a potential breakup. So are you saying we're getting Dominic Guerrero tonight? Dominic yeah, Guerrero. That's what it sounds like, like that. yes. <laughs> that that would be an instant heel turn if he did that right there. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see Riddle and Randy Orton win, but yeah, you know, that'd be interesting. Guys put it up like that. Usos versus Ray and Dominic seems to be where it's at. US Rio was on Ario Hawani's show for BT Sports, and they were talking about SummerSlam, but obviously he has the MMA background. And he talked about representing MMA as a pro wrestler and, you know, the guys like Ken Shamrock and Dan Severin and all the legends to do it. And he mentioned even Goldberg. He's like, Goldberg had a spiring thing. He kind of said it jokingly, but he actually said that him and Goldberg kind of squashed it. He had an interesting story that uh, Goldberg was coming through, you know, the back and like shaking people's hands or actually right before he goes out and he didn't see Riddle. And then he saw, looked up, saw Riddle and he's like, we're good, kid. He's, and he's like, all right. He's like, good luck out there, man. Go kill it. And then when he said something very Goldberg-like, he says, I only need two moves or whatever it is, you know. And then, of course, Goldberg goes out there, hits the spear and whatever, and he's super fucking over. And Riddle comes back. He says, you killed it, man. Good job. And Goldberg says, two moves. And I don't know. It was an interesting reaction to think that those guys, if you have seen the real-life heat these guys have actually had, like, they did not get along. And Goldberg has said that he would never work with him. And Riddle obviously gives zero fucks who he offends because he's like, I can whoop anybody's ass if it gets down to it. Yeah. Yeah, now, U.S. championship match, Sheamus versus Damian Priest. I mean, how excited are you guys for that? You know, let's see how it goes. Priest has really improved a lot in NXT, but I've not really enjoyed his booking on the main roster. At least I know when I can take a piss break. Funny you bring that up because you got two on this show because you got Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. That might might have to be a drink of water match because I hope that shit is over quick. That's got to be a pre-show match, right? This is is tough because I love Alexa Bliss. Well documented in saying that, but (laughs) I, 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 to the opposite end, I can't stand Eva Marie. I think she has very little love for the business, a lot of love for herself, and I think Mm -hmm. she... I think she should take her evolution and shove it up her ass. Oh, I can't wait. I hope we see that. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> now, guys, that that's a edgier seat SummerSlam card. But Sunday, we got two big shows. The first one we're going to bring up, yeah. NXT TakeOver 36. This is going to be probably the crown jewel of the weekend as far as WWE. Oh, yeah. Because you got Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe for that NXT championship. Joe's back. What what does it say that they put SummerSlam on a Saturday and gave the takeover slot Sunday night? To me, Sunday night's hoping, a better night for a pay-per-view. I'm just hoping we have power and can watch it. <laughs> we have a hurricane coming to our area. But there's a hurricane coming. Yeah, yeah and it's weird because Saturday night you, you have Saturday night you're contending with UFC and a boxing event, I believe. So it's Manny, like Manny you're Pac- almost Manny Pacquiao returns to the ring for boxing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's going to be fighting. What is it? Uga. I think that's how you say his last name. Not <laughs> sure, but um, no, I know yeah, he subbed in because the first guy that he was going to be fighting actually got injured. The guy who yeah Pacquiao lost to the last time he fought. Yeah, which would have been a bigger fight. So yeah. WWE kind of lucked out with that. Yeah, I want to say this takeover card. I mean, as much as WWE has done their best to bury Cross um, on the main roster with 50-50 booking, I am still looking forward to this match with Joe. They're two horses, and just having Joe back, I think you got to put the belt on Joe though given that Cross is going to be on the roster. And at least I hope that's what we see. But Joe, I know you want to go up and down this card, but man, 
Walter and Dragunov too. That's that's the that's the only match I'm looking for. That's the match of the fucking weekend. Like, I love I, Joe. I love uh, Cross. Yeah, but... I can't wait to see how that goes out. But I mean, Walter yeah. and Dragunov too. Like, if you're not going to be there to see it, go out of your fucking way to see it after. Another yeah. there, there's going to be another one that's going to be a slobber knocker. Raquel Gonzalez and for Team Dakota Kick Kai. there, Dakota Kai. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a slobber knocker also. But, but also, Walter I mean, and Dragunov. Yeah, and you uh, have the third, uh, might be the final meeting. Okay, yeah, Adam, Adam Cole. Cole and, and, like, we're going to, okay, if Cole goes over, then he's probably not going to AEW, I would think. I but, found it listed as undisputed finale. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, that's how they're booking it anyway. But, I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see how the, who wins this match. I think. Guy, the weakest match on the card, uh, sorry to interrupt, the weakest match on the card is for the million dollar man services, quite frankly, which, and it becomes the, which is I'm still an incredible by, match. Like, yeah. I want to see what happens with Grimes. I think Grimes just kills it in this role. So, you know, we'll be interested. What, <laughs> what, what does it say, though, about SummerSlam where we're like, well, this could be a piss break. This could be a water break. This could which be. Which is funny because the one thing with WWE program is their pay per views have been solid, at least. Yeah. And, like, you're right. When I, but that's usually match quality. But when I'm looking at the match quality of the show, it's like, oh man, there's really only a couple matches where I'm like, all right, that should be good, that'll be good, but I don't know about we're, that. I don't know. About we're that. looking at we're looking at NXT, and I'm like, god damn, I gotta hold it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. no, those are all the <laughs> you know? Yeah, because there's no fat on that card. At least with SummerSlam, you're looking at it and you're like, God, does every title have to be defended? And the like. Fat. Nikki ASH versus Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. That just isn't a compelling championship match. No. Why is it on there? Every match on there right now for NXT could be a main event on an independent show somewhere. It's absolutely fantastic. Speaking of NXT too, where's Finn Bauer been lately? I thought he he almost looked like he was going to oh, get the oh, no, title he's match. On, yeah, he's on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. He's not even on the show. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah now, he's on he SmackDown. He's doing well. Him and Tony Storm have really been heating it up on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. Tony Storm. What the shit? <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, my first wrestling show back out there in a little while, Beyond Wrestling's American Rana 2021. It's a packed card. You got Chris Dickinson versus Wheeler Yuta, yeah. Richard Holiday, Logan Easton LaRue, and Alexander James, Matt Cardona versus Teddy Goods. You got Kimberly and Jordan Grace versus Layla Hirsch and Masha Slamovich. Oh, yeah. Cute Dutch versus Dan Barry, former tag partners. They've done this before. They're going to do it again. Tony Deppen versus Rhett Titus. I'm, I can't wait to meet Matt Cardona. I think that's going to be the big part of the A lot week. of Ring of Honor and AEW talent on this show. I, I'm a big fan of Layla Hirsch. I think Layla mm -hmm. Hirsch is freaking awesome. Masha Slamovich style. just uh, debuted on AEW. Dark too. I think she was the one that lost to Nyla Rose. I could be wrong, but she was on it. She looked good. They gave her some offense. So, yeah. yeah I mean, you've also got Willow Nightingale versus Alec Price versus Trisha Dora versus Matt Mikowski. We're seeing some top female talent there, and the it, show's at six, but it's preceded by a women's wrestling revolution show. At have once. you seen? Have you seen Willow Nightingale? I have on some independents. Yeah. Is she got like a giant afro? Am I thinking of yeah. the girl? Yeah, yeah, I just saw her on Woman of Honor. She looked really good. That's why I love it. So right now, person. speaking of the hurricane, has there been any word if that might affect this since it's yeah, supposed to be hitting I mean, Massachusetts badly? I yeah. haven't heard anything yet. I'm, I actually got a message, Scott, from Voluntown to find out because we're trying to find out what time we're leaving, but mm -hmm. it's yeah, almost like, will there be a show? 
Because yeah, I know this takes place in Worcester, so you're talking about maybe being right in the eye of the hurricane. Well, sure. that thing keeps moving around, too. Uh, I heard that thing was going to be late tonight to early tomorrow, and then some other, someone else came and said it might actually take off at like 8 o'clock tomorrow night, which would be... Yeah, I heard it could get pushed back, too. So that's... so who knows? Who knows what to expect? But yeah, I got a giant tree in front of my house that was supposed to get removed, but they're waiting to do it. And I'm thinking like, man, I well, hope that's hurt. not going to be a week <laughs> fucking behind. <laughs> be sitting there with my fucking cat with a tree in my house like, where am I going to live now? Hey, Joe! <laughs> Joe, I'm coming home, baby. I'm coming home. We oh, she's the working fans, the working fans apartment here. Yeah. Just temporarily, yeah. that insurance check will come in. We just yeah. gotta give it time. We gotta give it time. Yeah. So it's not my don't, fault. Don't don't worry, Dave. I got plenty of room here for you. Oh, great. That's what I want to make that trip every day. <laughs> Run me out of business. <laughs> yeah, it's scary how it might affect everything. But that Americana show, if it is able to take off and able to actually do what we expect it to, is going to be a heck of a show. I know is, the name of it is Take Me to Heaven. So for wrestling fans, that might do it. Is there anything else going on this weekend? Man, I think we covered it. I, we covered it, but let's end like we used to. What is each person's match of the weekend that you're looking forward to? Oh, well, God. since I won't be at Americana, it looks like, I'm going to say, oh, Dragon Off Walter 2. It's got to be. Yeah. I mean, there's some other good matches out there, but that match, if it's anything like their first match, it's one of the best matches of the year. Those two are going to beat the living hell out of each other. Uh, once again, I hate to agree with Dave, but I'm going to agree with him here. If I have a second match, it, believe it or not, it's actually Edge and Seth Rollins just because of the story going all the way back to when Edge was injured. Yeah. And I think they will pull off a hell of a match together with great chemistry. In all seriousness, too, as much as I gave Rollins shit, they did do a good job of that last night. They did paint that back to when Rollins threatened to like stomp his neck back in the day before Edge was medically cleared and they played off that. So it was kind of cool. I'm also interested to see if at any point this actually brings Becky and Glamazon Beth Phoenix back into wrestling. I know she's been training very hard. I saw pictures of her. She's on a, while she was on her vacation and they showed her in the gym working her ass off. So is Indy Hartwell going to impregnate Dexter Loomis too? Is that what you Oof. I know Daniel Garcia couldn't impregnate Mox last night, but um, hey, one other thing too, while we're talking all this wrestling, do you think that Cross is walking out with a, he's losing the belt, right? Like Joe's got to have this belt. I, I think just, so. I think he's staying on the main roster. So yeah, I would imagine. And also Jericho, I... not on the show last night. They said he'll be back next week. I thought he was going to take more time off. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I have a serious question for you. Sure. When it comes to Cross, is the WWE just completely trying to fuck him up? Is that why there's no Scarlet? They're like, not only are we going to do the jobs, but we're going to take Scarlet away from him also. Is that what? It's very, his, it... book, his booking's been bizarre because then he beat Jeff Hardy rather quickly this week too. Yeah. Almost like it's the way you would have debuted him to begin with. So it's just bizarre. Like it doesn't make any sense. And he's like 50-50 with Keith Lee, too. And it's like him and Lee shouldn't even be near each other right now. They should be building up Lee, and they should be building them across separately. So we have two established stars that we all know they could be. So I, 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 I don't even know. But why but why no Scarlet? I don't I don't get it. That whole gimmick that they were doing with her coming out and then him coming out was over insanely. I yeah. I, I WWE just as usual shooting themselves in the foot. I don't know. I don't know why uh Vince wouldn't have liked that, but you know, I'm also interested to see what the ratings are for show like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious too. I wonder if was the week before was 750 or around there, 740 yeah. something. 
Not bad for a Friday night show at 10 o'clock, too. Um, I, I would think they have to blow that out of the water this I week. think they're going to – well, you would think. It is still a tough time slot, though. Yeah, and it's not like they took a big ad out in the paper that said CM Punk will be on here. No, yeah. but I can tell you even at work, people everywhere around my work were actually talking about it, believe it or not. And I and wonder this if – This I, is in a restaurant, and they're just – literally everybody's going, yeah – Oh, I can't wait to get home and see CM Punk. But but that does that ugh, does that translate to a bigger number on Dynamite? Yeah, that's a, well. I'm hoping that's. The, yeah, I mean, yeah. it could also take away from it because it's not the first that people are going to see it. But I think people are going to tune in this week. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> off the buzz, like people who maybe didn't catch it live Friday, will they tune in Wednesday now? I think know? they will. I think yeah. people are going to tune in in droves on Wednesday. I think you're going to see a real big number. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And then we got Brian Danielson possibly coming up in the future. And then who knows? Well, uh, uh, especially since about Danielson Wyatt also claims around. to be the best in the world. So I don't know if I believe that. But I, I didn't see anything about it. But someone was trying to claim that Bray Wyatt was seen last night in Chicago. I think that would have made my news. But yeah, I, I think saw that... a picture of him sitting in a seat. Or a guy that really? looked like him. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like him. Did, did I, he it could have been him. I mean, it Remember, just Bray, Bray Bray Wyatt was seen in Chicago, and it's a guy like <clears throat> it didn't look like too far up, like maybe mid-level seats. Well, we can solve this. Did the guy have a beard? <laughs> no, no, I, I can. No, I, no. The I just why quickly I, looked at it. Yeah, the reason why I say that is because Bray Wyatt was on Instagram earlier in the day. He shaved his beard. Hmm. So, all right, there you go, folks. Work fans podcast. Bringing you up to date on Bray Wyatt's grooming situation. Did he shave his nuts too? He put that on Instagram. I I don't know if that would help us identify him. (laughs) Isn't that a? Oh, that's right. We got your butthole is another form of identification, right? Not your nuts. Sure. Right? Don't they ask you that? Like you're a police? They ask you spread your cheeks or something like that. I think that's that's looking for drugs. Yeah, that's to make sure you're not hiding anything in there. Oh, I thought that was a form of identification. I've been talking to the wrong cops. <laughs> you think that's how they finger? You think that's how they fingerprint you? I thought if I didn't have my license, I could like do that somewhere else. Like, hold on, I got this. <laughs> All right, guys, let's uh, let's end on that note, and we'll talk to you again next week with more interesting forms of identification. Well, we'll we'll, we'll identify Dave. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's WorkingFansWrestlingPod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, WorkingFansWrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 